the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Nothing can restrain us when God desires to use the man or woman of God when we are filled with His Holy Spirit. Welcome to Core Truth Radio, a radio ministry of Core Church Los Angeles with pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn. Pastor Steve will be teaching the Word of God with truth right from the Bible. For more information, go to corechurchla.org. That's corechurchla.org. For today's Core Truth, we'll be in Ezekiel 47 in a message titled, Not Being Restrained. Today we're going to be in Ezekiel 47. That's right, Old Testament book, Ezekiel 47. And I entitled this message, Not being restrained. Have you ever felt restrained? You know, it's defined in a dictionary as being limited or restricted. It's like you're held back or held under control of someone else. It's to be suppressed or deprived from doing what you desire to do. I used to have this scary dream when, you know, I was young. Someone was chasing me and I couldn't run fast enough. It was like I was stuck in slow motion, like totally running at the speed of snail. It's like I felt like I was totally restrained and held back. But then I used to have this other dream when I was little that I could actually fly. Now, that was awesome. There was no restraining there. It felt so real. I felt like the wind was blowing through my hair. Again, you know, it was just a dream. But unfortunately, as you know, life is not a dream. In fact, at times, life can be extremely difficult Life can be demanding. That's why many are just seeking relief from the restrictions and the restraining of the daily grind. I wonder if that's maybe where Bubbles the orangutan was when she escaped from her zoo enclosure at the Denver, Colorado Zoo. Yet she didn't get far, though. She found her way to the snack bar, though, and they caught her eating potato chips and candy bars. I guess Bubbles felt restrained in her diet of banana and leaves. Hey, listen, I got three words for Bubbles. You go, girl. But on a serious note, I wonder if anything is restraining you. Understand, not all restraints are bad. Because some restrictions keep us on the straight and narrow, you know, the right path. Because without restraints, we could fall into many pits. It was John Ruskin that said this quote, It is restraint that is honorable to a person, not their liberty. Why is that? Because sometimes our liberties will get us in trouble. Yes, when we let go, though, of those things, you know, that culture does all around us when we say, well, everybody else is doing it. But when we don't do those things and we do the things that God has called us to do, it's only then that we can unlock what God desires to so richly pour into our lives. That's when we can become vessels of honor that can and will bring glory to God. 
But when we're not willing to take control of those fleshly desires, then we will simply become powerless to our own sinful weaknesses and embrace compromise in our life. And that will restrain us. That will hold us back from fulfilling God's desire plan for us. Understand, God has a purpose and a plan for us. There is a reason why we live today. Consider the great length that God goes to just to let one person know that he loves him. You know, there's this one time I was teaching for a friend of mine in Calvary Chapel uh, of Albuquerque. Okay, so it's the biggest church actually in the state of New Mexico. And so I got to the airport and I was on a little bus that was taking me over to the rental car hub, you know. And and when I was uh, on that bus getting over to the rental cars, I started sharing with this woman, hey, when's the last time someone told you there was a God in heaven that loves you? And then she immediately informed me, I don't like Calvary chapels. And then she asked me, so why did you come to Albuquerque? And I said, well, I'm speaking at the Calvary chapel. Hey, awkward moment, awkward moment. You know, actually, Core Church Los Angeles, we are Calvary Chapel. Our technical name is Core Church Calvary Chapel Los Angeles. So anyway, it was like, oh, yeah, that was an awkward moment. But uh, but on that Sunday morning when I was teaching one of the three services, I think it was a second service, this lady named Connie came up to me and she asked me, since she knew I was from Los Angeles, she asked me if I could pray for her son, Sam. And I said, absolutely. She goes, well, you know, he works in Los Angeles. And I go, well, where's he work at? She goes, oh, he works at uh, LA Fitness. And I said, really? I said, which one? And she goes, oh, the one that's on La Cienega. I said, do you know that I play basketball at that LA Fitness twice a week? And I said, our church is only two blocks away. She goes, you're kidding me. I go, is there any way that you could talk to him? I said, I absolutely will. So anyway, I I flew back on Monday. And then so on Tuesday morning, I'm over at the, you know, LA Fitness playing basketball like I always do. So when I got done playing basketball, I'm like, hey, what was that son? Her son, I think his name was Sam. So I walk up to one of the guys working there at the LA Fitness. I said, hey, excuse me. Hey, is there a guy that works here by the name of Sam? And he looks at me kind of funny. He goes, yeah, I'm Sam. I'm thinking, what is the chance of that happening? And I'm like, so you're Sam? He goes, yes. I go, hey, so is your mom's name Connie? And he took like a step back, looking at me like, how do you know who my mom is? I said, well, I was talking to her on Sunday in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I said, what? How did you know my mom lived in Albuquerque? I said, I was teaching at a church there. And your mom came up to me and she asked me to talk to you. And he just slumped his head down like, I can't escape the living God. He goes, and so I got to share with him and encourage. But I mean, think about how bizarro land that was. But see, that's what God does. He does crazy things. And when we allow ourselves to be used by God, it puts you in the midst of the craziness. But it's not like a bad crazy. It's an incredible crazy. Yes, for sure. God works in crazy ways to let people know that he loves them and he has a purpose for them and a plan for them. And when God gets our attention as believers, he can enable us to do his will, regardless if we have any gifts or talents. Did you get that? 
Like, God's not requiring you to have gifts and talents to be used by Him. What He's requiring is for you to have an open heart that you would be willing to open your mouth and you'd be able to actually speak for Him. See, nothing can restrain us when God desires to use the man or woman of God when we are filled with His Holy Spirit, when we allow ourselves to be led by His purpose. Well, listen here, today on the radio, you know, I pray that God's going to challenge you to this message you're listening to right now, to walk out your faith in such a way that is really beyond you. See, something that's more than what you would normally do, so that the Holy Spirit of God can release a fresh fire of raw passion to serve Him in you. See, The Bible likens our walk as believers to a race. And in this race, there is a battle for our very soul. And it's not just our soul, but it's the souls of everybody around you, the people that you run into on a daily basis, the people that you live next door to, the people you work with. Yet this battle is not fought or won by our own endurance. It's not fought or won by our own strength. Because the Bible tells us in Zechariah 4, 6, it's not by might, meaning it's not by my might, nor by my strength, or your might, or your strength, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord God. Yes, this battle, this spiritual battle, is won by prayer and us yielding, allowing the Holy Spirit to work in us. Remember, The grace of God makes a dead sinner alive. See, we were dead sinners, right, at one point, but he made us alive. The Holy Spirit causes living saints to be livelier. See, we are living saints, and he wants to make us livelier. Everything is made fruitful and flourishing by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not by us. It's not by you. It's not by me. It's by allowing us to be used By the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, today we're going to consider this thought. Uh, We're going to consider the power's source. Because it's about not being restrained, right? So the power here is God's power. So let's look at that source here. So we're going to read to you here in Ezekiel 47, verse 1. So if you're driving your car right now listening on the radio, keep your eyes on the road. And I'll read the text. So this is Ezekiel Chapter 47, starting in verse 1, it says, Then he brought me back to the door of the house. Who says this is God bringing Ezekiel back to the door of the house? Where's the house? This is God's house. It's the temple, okay? And behold, water was flowing from under the threshold of the house, God's house, the temple of God, towards the east, for the house faced east. And the house was flowing down from water from the right side of the house from the south of the altar. Okay, so now we're reading here in Ezekiel 47. You have to understand, uh, his thoughts here are based on what he's already said, uh, Ezekiel the prophet, in previous chapters here. So again, the house here is the temple of God. It's God's house. And now we see what? A supernatural spring of water that's flowing from under the temple of God, under God's house. Now, what does this water mean? And what is this water for? Well, this is the water that gives life 
and power to every single person who seeks after it. It's the water that satisfies. It's the water that gives strength and power to those who are thirsty for more. I wonder if there's anyone listening right now that you are thirsty for something more. Like everything that you're doing in life, your job, your marriage, you know, uh, going to school. It's like it, it, nothing's really satisfying inside. You still have like this, this emptiness inside. I wonder, are you thirsty for something that satisfies? See, it's for those who have come to that crossroad in their life. It's for those who are seeking just something more than what you're living and what you've seen thus far. Again, I wonder if that would describe anyone listening on the radio right now. This reminds me of the water in Revelation chapter 22, verse 1. And it says, He showed me a river of water of life, clear as crystal, coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb. So see, he's taking off of what he's already said in Ezekiel 47. There is a water of life coming from the throne of God and of the Lamb, of Jesus. See, the reason that we read the scripture here at Core Church Los Angeles is because I want you to understand fully how the Bible has like dots that you need to connect. You know, reading from Ezekiel 47, jumping to Revelation 22. We're going to jump back over to John chapter 7 here in a second. It's all because it all connects together because there's a spiritual message inside. And I want people at Core Church Los Angeles to gain the deeper message. Like, what is the deeper message, number one? And number two, what does it mean to me? Like, what is the application? See, let me ask you a question. Wherever you're going to church, are you growing in your relationship with God? Are you growing where you're actually, your soul and your spirit is moving forward in this relationship with God. Listen, if you're not growing, if you're going to a church and you're just doing spiritual duty, like I'm just doing my religious duty, like you're clocking in, like you're clocking in at work or something. Okay, I did my Sunday. Look, that's not doing you any good. It's not doing anyone any good. You have to be you know, stimulated in your faith to grow in your faith because you can't just like, well, I'm just going to rest right here. Like I've grown to the third grade in my faith in God, and I'm just going to hang out here for the next five years. No, that's not doing anything for you. You need to be stimulated. How do you get stimulated? You get poked in places you don't want to be poked. That's right. So if you've been living in a sin for a while and you're going to the same church and that subject never comes up and you're never convicted about the sin that you know you're living with, what in the world are you going to that church for? It's like you need to go to a church where you can grow. Now, on the other hand, if you are going to a church like that, then do me a favor. Go up to your pastor this week and tell him, hey, thank you so much for teaching the truth of God's word. But if you're not, then maybe you could consider if you're within an hour of L.A., an hour? That's right. Why don't you drive to Core Church LA? There's no traffic on Sunday morning. Drive. Be part of our fellowship where you can grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. It's like you're thinking, wait a second. I live in California. Gas is like six fifty a gallon. I know. 
hey, that's Bidenomics. <laughs> it's like, it's like, man, what a mess we're in. But hey, that's a whole nother message. We'll leave that for another time. But anyway, it's like, I know, but how much is your spirit worth? I mean, what's better? Drive 45 minutes and be fed or drive five minutes and not be fed? I mean, come on. It's like, there's nothing more important than your spiritual life. I'm just encouraging you. Now, if you're on one of our radio stations, we have like 19 radio stations back east. Now, obviously, you can't come to church at Core Church, but what you can do is you can download our free app at the App Store. Just download the app, and then you can watch live. You're just like right there, boom. You just open up the app, boom. You can watch it. Plus, there's hundreds of video messages on there. So you're stuck in traffic, and if you're back in Jersey, and or you're in Philly, or you're down in Baltimore, you're stuck in traffic, man, you can just you know, get the app. You can scroll down the titles and just hit a title, and then you can watch a video message while you're driving home sitting in the parking lot of a of the 95 or, you know, wherever you're at, you know. But anyway, so there's an option there for you. Hey, one last thing, too, is we got like 15 spots left for our trip to Israel. I'm doing a trip to Israel. Uh, we've only got like 15 spots left. So if you've ever wanted to go to the Holy Land, man, you should go with me. I mean, although you would be stuck with me for 11 days, but that's, hey, that's part of the cost, you know. Anyway, but it's like, listen, you can go with me to Israel. We're going to go next May. It's like mid-May of 2024. So it gives you some time to pay it off. But listen, if you've never been to the Holy Land, there is nothing like this. It's the best vacation you'll ever take. I mean, as a believer, the Bible literally comes alive. I mean, you stand where Paul was talking to King Agrippa and where King Agrippa said, hey, man, you, you almost convinced me. You almost persuade me to become a Christian. That's right. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. But that's it. You know, Caesarea Maritime. That's right there on the Mediterranean Sea. You'll go to the top of Mount Carmel while Elijah called fire down from heaven. You'll take a boat and sell out to the middle of the Sea of Galilee. I mean, you'll stand in Capernaum where Jesus asked Peter, hey, come and follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. You'll stand on the Hill of Beatitudes where Jesus gave the Sermon on the Mount. I mean, it's like, I mean, you'll go to Caesarea Philippi where Jesus says, hey, upon this rock, me, Petra, the living God, I'm going to build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. I mean, you'll go to Jerusalem and stand on the holy side itself where Solomon built the temple of God. I mean, it's just crazy. You'll stand on the Mount of Olives where when Jesus comes back, he says he's going to put his foot down on the Mount of Olives. You'll go down to the, to the Kidron Valley at the base and you'll go into the Garden of Gethsemane where Jesus prayed. Let me tell you, if that is and excites you, you are dead. Get the paddles out and get your heart pumping again. <laughs> anyway, you know, but if you've never been to Israel, look, I've been, this would be my sixth trip there. And it's like, I would go once a year if I could. I'd love going to the Holy Land. So anyway, if you've never gone before, think about coming with me. That's next May, but you got to get signed up soon because like I said, we only got 15 spots left. So, hey, there you go. You can check it out at Core Church LA. Dot O-R-G. That's CoreChurchLA dot O-R-G. But hey, getting back to our message here. Yes, in Revelation 21, he said, he showed me that river of water clear and crystal coming from the throne of God and the Lamb. And Jesus is the Lamb of God who bore the sin of the world. Again, this water represents God himself. 
Now, of course, as you know, Jesus was God in the flesh, right? You know, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And he cried out in John seven thirty seven, If any man, if any woman is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Let him come to me. I wonder if there is anyone listening right now on the radio. Are you thirsty right now? Thirsty for something more? Thirsty for something that's bigger than you? Understand, Jesus isn't talking about physical thirst. He's not saying, here, have a bottle of bottled water here. He's talking about life. He's talking about finding satisfaction. You know, Mick Jagger's been singing about satisfaction for about 60 years. What's he singing? Can't get no satisfaction. Maybe you're in that same position. You got this, you got that, you got the new car, you got the spouse, you got whatever, you know. And when you were single, it's like, man, I just want to get married. And you get married, it's like, I just want to have kids. Now you're like, man, how do we get rid of these kids? How, how can I be single again? You know what they say about marriage. You know, it's like flies on a screen door. You know, the ones on the outside want to get in. The ones on the inside want to get out. But listen, it's not about your spouse. You finding satisfaction in your spouse, in your kids, in your job, in a new car. Only Jesus can satisfy the soul. Maybe you're having so many problems in your marriage because you're expecting your spouse to satisfy you. Your spouse isn't supposed to satisfy you. They're like icing on the cake. But the cake is the Lord. Only He can bring satisfaction inside. Know this. It's only through the Spirit of God that true life can really be found. The kind of life that brings real satisfaction. And Jesus is the only place where we can find that true freedom. He's the only source of true power. The kind that will unleash God's strength in our lives and release us of any restraint or vice or addiction in our life that's holding us back. For we all make choices, right? Some are right, some are wrong. Yet God has made a way for the true believer to grasp our true purpose in life, to become more than we could ever be on our own. But let me ask you again, are you thirsty for the things of God? Have you been neglecting God's purpose in your life? Have you favored your will over His will? Well, let's see what we can grasp from this water that's miraculously flowing from the temple of God. Remember, the power source is from God himself, which brings up this other thought, the power's course. Notice it's flowing towards the east. Now, why is that important? Well, if we drop down to verse 8, this water flows towards the eastern region, down to the desert. For the elevation of the temple was about, I don't know, 2,428 feet above sea level. And it flows down to the desert into the sea. And what sea is that? The Dead Sea, to be exact, which is the lowest point on the planet. It's minus 1,410 feet below sea level. And I've been there many times. In fact, the trip we're taking to Israel, we're going to go to the Dead Sea. But you know why they call it dead? Because it's stinking dead, okay? There's nothing alive in it. There's no fish, there's no plant life, and there's no algae. It's because of its salt content. It's so high. But I wonder, since we kind of got to end this program today and pick up tomorrow, and you don't want to miss tomorrow because we're going to finish this message, but... Leaving off at the Dead Sea here, 
I wonder if there's anyone that's listening right now and you feel like you're dead on the inside. Maybe you're like a prodigal son or a prodigal daughter. Maybe you've got sin living in your life and you know you just kind of abandon yourself from God. Well, let me tell you, God doesn't hate you and he can forgive you. You might say, but pastor, you don't know what I've done. That's right. I don't, but God does. And he's willing to forgive you, but you have to be willing to say, God, I'm sorry. And if you're willing to say, I'm sorry, and you're willing to turn from your sin, then you can pray this prayer. And guess what? God will actually hear you. So pray this now. That's if you're serious. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sin. I believe you died for me. I believe you were buried on the cross. I believe you've buried in a grave, but I believe they they took you and you rose again from the dead. Come inside of me. Be my Lord. Be my God. Be my Savior and be my friend and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Oh, God, have mercy on me. I give you my life in Jesus' name. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer, you can call and get a Bible. You can text me at 323-807-3255. That's 323-807-3255. That's all the time we have for today's message. You've been listening to pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn of Core Church Los Angeles. If you'd like to hear more messages by Pastor Steve, download the Core Church Los Angeles free app. Available on iOS and Android. Core Church is sponsored by and a listener-supported outreach of Core Church LA. If you have been blessed by this program, consider supporting our radio ministry by texting Core Church LA one word, that's Core Church LA, to 77977. And remember, there's a God in heaven who loves you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.